Chapter Four. It was close to one o'clock when she finally pulled up just down the road from where she lived. She was feeling excited about the evening she had just experienced, and could not stop thinking about David all the way home. Working in the soup kitchen very often gave her excitement, but this was different. This was the belly rumbling type of excitement. In some ways, she hadn't wanted to leave David. She'd wanted to serve the soup with him until the early hours, but her mother beckoned. She locked her car and took the short walk to where her house stood. She noticed the downstairs sitting room light was on, through the heavy shades on the window. It cast an eerie glow, as if something sinister was going on inside, and those butterflies quickly turned into shivers. She knew her mother would still be awake, as the lights never went out until she was home and safely tucked up in bed. In a way, she loved that about her mother, always caring and worried about her. She just wished she wouldn't do it in such a controlling manner, and that the kind nature of her mother would show through more often. "I'm home," she shouted as she stepped over the threshold. She slightly opened the door to the sitting room, not wanting to awaken her as she had already fallen asleep. She was soon assured she wasn't. It seemed her mother always stayed awake. Just for her to come home. Where the bloody hell have you been? She bellowed in her high-pitched voice, her words piercing Franny's ears. Do you know what time it is? A girl like you should not be allowed out at night. She screeched. Franny fully opened the door. A girl like me? She wondered. She could see her sitting in her usual chair. Her knitting still in her lap. Why do I still let you treat me this way? She asked herself. I've been at the soup kitchen, mother. It's quite safe, and I'm only late because we had a rush on. Franny explained. Bah! That's all you ever care about. That damn soup kitchen. Leaving your mother at home on her own, where anything could happen. I haven't had a drink all night," she groaned. "Dying of thirst, I am. Do you hear me? Dying of thirst," she repeated. "Mother, you're as fit as me. You can walk to the kitchen to make a cuppa," she snapped at her. Seeing her mother flap her hands around aimlessly, Franny knew this was a battle she would not win. You don't know what it's like, Francis. My legs are not what they used to be. It hurts if I stand too long, and you know, sometimes I think I could be dead, and you wouldn't even notice. You're such a bad daughter," sobbed her mother, her words echoing in Franny's ears. "Oh, mother," sighed Franny. Trying not to show how much her words had hurt her, I'll make you a cup of now before I go to bed," 
She wiped a single tear that had fallen from her cheek. Why do good days always end up bad? And some of that nice cheese in the sandwich. And don't forget to butter the corners, she bellowed. Okay, mother, breathed out Franny as she wandered into the kitchen, wondering just for once how nice it would be for someone to cook or make a sandwich for her. Then she felt guilty about her thoughts, as it was her mother who had looked after her when she was young, and now she was old, it was her turn to reciprocate. She knew that, but she just didn't think it would be so hard. Sometimes, I think you would leave me to starve, her mother shouted. God help us both if I ever get ill, Franny thought.